Brought to you by Leave the Ring Network. All boxing, no filter. Hola, soy Sergio Maravilla Martínez. Uh, How you doing? You're with Abner Mares, and you're right here with Leave It in the Ring Radio. This is WBA Super Middleweight Champion Andre Ward, and you're with Leave It in the Ring Radio. He should be jumping in on about, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes. So you're going to be stuck with me for a short bit. Let me run you down what's going to happen here on the show, what we have lined up here. Um, we're going to go into uh, Paul Emanagi losing his job, being terminated to uh, from the Showtime commentator's seat from uh, some, uh, some comments he had made in an interview. Uh, we're going to get into that of... Uh, what was the one of the reasons why? Well, well, I mean, the reasons why he was let go. And then we're going to get into the 122 division, which this past Saturday on Showtime, we got to see some new fresh faces in division. Talk a little bit about how deep it is, and with those new fresh faces that have uh, stormed into the division, how much of a threat they are to it. Also, we're going to talk about that Showtime schedule and COVID-19. You know, COVID-19's out there, still knocking everybody down and out. Um, how? Real is the Showtime schedule. I love it, but we obviously got to be optimistic about it. Can't forget about Roy Jones and Mike Tyson pay-per-view at a $50 markup. Uh, We'll get into a little bit of that. And then we're going to talk about the heavyweight division, the Eliminators. Uh, Some really good names, matchups that have been already announced and made. So definitely a lot of stuff to to talk about on leaving the ring but what i'm gonna take a dive in is the is the announcement that we received um i don't know what was it friday or saturday i can't even remember it was a great day and um showtime after releasing a phenomenal schedule for boxing fans across the globe and showing that they were still in this game and that they had taken a back seat so that they can really formulate a schedule that was going to be solid. And if somebody was going to fall out of that schedule, as we saw with their first schedule match on August 1st, Saturday night with Stephen Fullington, who uh, was supposed to uh, get in there with Leo, they, they had a, an exceptional step in for them. Okay, so Showtime has showed that they're a professional business that they run like a business, you know, they're just not going to throw shit on the wall and, you know, hope that it sticks. So when I, when I saw that they decided to cut ties with Pauli Manadi and what Pauli Manadi had said in an interview was he had talked about the systematic racism that's been going around in the world. Um, and, you know, it's basically said it was, it, it was non-existent. Let me see. Uh, I'm supposed to have D-Style sit in uh, the seat for Car while we wait for Car. Let me see if D-Style's on here with me. D-Style, you there, brother? Yeah, right here, man. Hispanic causing panic on deck. How's it going? Good, brother. Good, good. So let me roll back to what I was talking about with uh, Pauli Manadi. And uh, <clears throat> so... Do you remember the outfit that he was the, that outfit he was uh, doing the interview with uh, D Style uh, Polly uh, when he made those comments? I'm trying to uh, was I F 
IEF TV or something like that, right? Wasn't it something? IFL, I know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, somewhere yeah. out in the UK. Okay. Now I, TV, I didn't. Yeah. yeah, I didn't hear the whole. I didn't hear the interview because they automatically they pulled it down and they put it on, on private. But you know, some journalists were able to to take some of the quotes and put them in an article, so that we can read it. Now he he basically was saying that you know racism doesn't exist, that it's over exaggerated, uh, it's a narrative that is false, and Showtime had turned around and asked uh, Pauli Malnagy to to issue a statement apology, and Pauli Malnagy stood by what he believed. Now, a I respect a man like any other man that stands by his belief. And Paulie stood by his belief. Now, I could respect that, but I also could say, is he a stupid man? Yes, he's a stupid man. Not because he stood by his belief, but the beliefs that he believed in are stupid. Now, his, his loyalist fans out there that go, well, whatever he said, it wasn't to me, that's not grounds to be fired. That's pretty petty for Showtime to jump on them like that and say, you know what, I'm gonna, we're going to get rid of them just like that. And so this is what I got to say about that. that you got to look at this a little bit deeper, guys. All right? And, you know, boxing fans, I know we're not labeled as the sharpest tools out of the shed when it comes to the sports world. The, 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 we just don't hit the high marks. Okay? And that's what you got to look into is, is this, is that any corporation, even probably even your own job. I mean, you could be a bagger for all I care. You could work as a landscaper for all I know. There's always something you sign on before you start work, right? right? Like a liability, right? These stuff, you go on a job and they yep. say, okay, you can start tomorrow, but I need you to sign this here. And you got to write down the, the important things is your name, your social security, yeah, um, and, and, you know, if there's any accident, uh, you know, who do we call, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Then they right. hand you a handbook, an employee handbook. Now, this is, this is a, a real company. This ain't no, like, off the street, around the corner, Badego type of deal. You know, you're going you're gonna to get a – there's a company that's giving you a handbook, and in that handbook, there's, there's a, a policies and procedures that you're going to follow through. And in most – Nah, should I say most or should I just say all? Dista? All yep, yep. have these policies and procedures. And in all those policies and procedures, there is a, uh, a, a moral and ethic standard that you should follow. Now, that means if you break out of that moral ethic standard, that, that company is okay in terminating you. They have the right to ask you to either retract whatever you did write a written apology, or they don't even have to ask you that, they can break ties with you because you, by contract, broke that bond. Now, I'm not a lawyer, but I'm telling you what I know I've signed, being that I've yeah. been with the union and I own my own business now, and et cetera, et cetera, okay? Now, I'm not saying that Showtime saw this one-time deal. What I'm saying is that Showtime has been following Pauline Malanaji as uh, the rest of us. But some of us with open ears, where others 
where others love to hear Pauly talk super fast, so fast with so many words put in, you know, in a short sentence. And then we like to hashtag facts right after that when we don't even know what he said. All we heard was Pacquiao, PDs, Pacquiao, PDs, that guy from the other country took my job, PDs, and it hashtagged 100 facts. But then you kind of you kind of you know shuffle through all the bushes of the bullshit that he's saying, you'll realize that guy doesn't really know what he's talking about. And he likes to throw and spew a lot of misinformation. So I'm sure Steven Espinoza and the other people around in Showtime have listened to this and probably have sat down Pauli Malnadi more than once and said, Hey, you gotta, you know, pump the brakes here, little buddy. Stay on the right. Adderall, you know. Now, some folks have hit, hit me hit me up on Gmail and say, "Hey man, you kind of you know, kind of gone hard on Paulie, and you've kind of gone hard on him in the past." Well, if you've been listening to me for years, you know that I don't have a very spot, soft spot for the guy. You know, as a matter of fact, you would know that I don't have very much to say about the guy. You know, just that that I all I could say is I don't think he's a very great human being. I don't like folks that lie. And I don't like folks that try to ruin other people's images and credibility because they're too much of a little man to accept that the other person is successful and may not come from where you come from. And because you're from a spot where you believe that everything should be given to you and the other guy actually worked from the ground up, you feel slated. So the only way you're going to feel that you believe that you get back what is taken that it's imaginarily taken from you is you're going to try to kill this man's or anybody, anybody else in that fact, credibility. Now right. I like the, the Showtime commentator, Paul and Mahanaji. I just don't like the off the air, Paul and Mahanaji. You know, I like the, the, right. Adderall, Adder, what is it, Adderall uh, uh, drug, Paulie, you know, where he's very calm <laughs> and collective on Showtime, but then off, off the yeah. cuff, on the bench cocaine user, Pauli Malnagy on Twitter in real life, that's the guy I just don't care for. You know, and, and I think that that overall, everything that's built up and listed from his crazy rants about the Trump theories and baseless facts that he throws out there in his podcast to his attacking of of Showtime and boxing fans that try to communicate him with him on a free platform like like Twitter, it, it really has crossed the boundaries. The accusations that he swung out there uh, towards uh, fighters and especially Manny Pacquiao, I, I think that Showtime has paid attention to it. And I think that this last thing that he said about racism not exist, existing here at this moment of what's going on in our country, I think that was the last straw that broke the camel's back, Vista. What do you think? Right. Absolutely. Look, obviously, you know, I, I grew up in this country as a minority. So do you. And, and and I'm not expecting everybody to, you know, cater to me or kiss my ass or anything like that. But, but don't don't tell me fairy tales either, you know. And this whole like, and I get it. You know, Polymanaji on Showtime is not the Polymanaji in personal life. And some people say, well, just why can't he just be his own person outside of the of you know of Showtime and in his private life? Be somebody else. The problem is it's not private. The, the problem is it's very public. 
So the problem is he's on a boxing, uh, probably the biggest boxing, you know, uh, outlet out there in IFL in the UK, you know, saying things like this. And, and it's one thing to say, you know what, maybe he's just ignorant to it and he doesn't understand it. But when the minorities are telling you, right, not poly, like this stuff is real, bro. You know, and and you not it's not he just said, all right, let's agree to disagree and let's move on. No, uh, he kept fighting it over and over. But this guy was getting in public arguments on Instagram and and Twitter with fans, and not to mention, not even related to this, publicly calling fans idiots and all types of stuff like that. Right? Yeah. So I'm not the employer. Showtime's the one forking out their money to pay him, right? Right. And and, and here's the reality for Polly. Like the reality for Polly is, I don't see an uprising in, in Showtime subscribers saying, "Oh, I'm gonna unsubscribe from Showtime now that you fired Polly." And I don't see any. I don't see a movement or anything, right? So no. that tells you they make the right move. You know, so they're the ones paying them. The subscribers are not an, on an uproar about it. So at the end of the day, what I will say is this. I do question, if I'm honest, why it took him so long after he made those IFL comments. You know, I understand there's a lot going on right now. So I don't know if Showtime did this because they felt it was a morally right thing to do or just the correct thing to do, or if they just didn't want any backlash. And Paulie's the one that put them in this position, right? So hmm. I don't know. Like, I do question why Showtime did it or they waited too long. Uh, to be honest, I felt like good riddance about it. I felt like, okay, about time. But they did wait quite some time. But, but that's – one can argue, hey, that's credit to Showtime. They, they gave this guy a lot of chances, and he kept blowing it, you know? So at the end of the day, I th- I, I go back to the for your action. Right. Absolutely. And I think that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to patch in a mill car in really quick. Hold on. But, you know, again, it goes back to the policies and procedures. You know, in any any business, you have a more ethic in those policies and procedures. And the company doesn't immediately terminate you. A company, what they do is they got to have a strong base of a termination, especially when it comes to corporate world. You know, they got to have something solid. So I don't think this was just up up in the air, out of the blue. They said, ooh, that comment there is very insensitive. And because we're in a sensitive spot right now, we're going to terminate you. I mean, I, I'm not arguing with you, Deesa. It could have happened, but I think it was the trickle of things that yeah. come along with it. You know, because Paulie has been kind of free range when he comes to spewing out whatever he feels like, which, hey, that's what attracted fans that don't care what is said, you know, because, you know, fans believe sometimes that the trash talking just shouldn't stop just in, you know, after the fight is over, they want to hear it continue. But, you know, Polly, you know, had this show that just never seemed to know how to turn off. Like we really personally, I don't think we've ever really got to know who the real Polly Malinaji was because it always seemed to me it was kind of a gimmick of who this guy wanted to be. You know, uh, I, what I saw in the sense that I got from the years of watching Polly was a guy that was finding, trying to find acceptance and trying to find greatness and would do everything, you know, anything and everything to be famous. Amukar, do we got you there, brother? 
Yeah. Uh, hey, David, and I hope you're feeling well. And um, apologies, I had a tough no back home back home today. Uh, just to chime in here real quick, I think Paulie kind of showed us who he was, uh, you know, in his political views uh, with his podcast. I don't remember if you guys remember his podcast a few years. Yeah, him ago. against uh, him against the world, right? Yeah, and he was just spewing a whole lot of like right wing nonsense, and you know, for someone who who's from a diverse city like New York, the the things he was saying about minority groups, and the guy is Sicilian too, by the way, which is interesting mm-hmm. on its own. But you know, the the things he was saying, and, and I know he came out very early in Donald for Donald Trump, and this was like right after Donald Trump said those things about about Mexicans. Um, this is who, who Paulie was. I wonder, though, if it was also a budgetary thing, though, with Showtime, because, you know, I, I remember, uh, you know, kind of midway through the pandemic, networks were kind of releasing people. I remember Jason Whitlock being one, and there were a few others as well. So I don't know if, the, if it was a budgetary thing, but this was long overdue, as, as, as D-Style was saying. It's, it's, we don't really need a guy like this um, with that kind of a platform. As much as I thought he, he was good at commenting every now and again, the days of Larry Merchant being able to say certain things on broadcast, those days are, are, are long gone. I totally, I totally I agree. Just, I, I just want to add something really quick because, look, when it comes to somebody like in a position like Pauli Malignaggi <clears throat> to be saying things about, like, let's say, like Mexicans, for example, in a sport, by the way, that, that has a lot of Mexicans in it, you know what I mean? And African Americans in it. There's a lot of minorities in the sport of boxing, but I mean, this is the one year anniversary of when a shooter entered a Walmart in El Paso, Texas, and shot up a bunch of Me- Mexican people. Okay, because right, and his manifesto he wrote down because they're, they're coming here, they're destroying the country, they're they're, they're taking our jobs, and this is something I need to do. And that type of rhetoric has consequences. Right, especially if you're in a position like Pauli Malinash. Yeah, so I mean, it's a, it, it has terrible know, consequences. Yeah, I mean, you, you, and you he know, the one large platform too. Yep, he did. He did have a large platform, you know, and and it and it also goes down with that large platform, though. You could see even right now where you have a lot of the European Americans saying, I don't have a problem with Polly, what has, what Polly has said in the past. And the reason you don't have a problem with it, because it wasn't directed to you. And, you know, if you think that you're an American and you're sitting there and you believe, well, not believe, but you feel, I don't have an issue with this, then you're not an American because you should have an issue with this. Because that's not the American way. I think you know? one of the worst things, too, guys, is that from what I read, he was offered the opportunity to apologize, and he refused. Right. So he actually he could have kept his job. Yes. Could have. But he stood by his belief. And like I said earlier, Milkar, um, before you had came on, I had said, mm-hmm. you know, I respect that he stood by what he believed. That he, you know, then you know, he doesn't believe there's racism, racism in the country. He, you know, he's standing by his beliefs. Now, whether it's smart what he believes in, and I don't think it is. I think he's an idiot. 
You know, I've never really thought much of the guy when it comes to what's upstairs in his head. Anyways, we got a lot of other yeah. stuff here to talk about. I wanted to put, you know, us to put our two cents in because we did receive a lot of stuff about people asking what our thoughts about Paul and Manaji. Did we agree with Showtime? Uh, I'll ask you right now, D-Style, do you agree with Showtime's move on ter- terminating uh, Pauli Mananaji and replacing him with now, later on, probably within a month or so, we'll probably find uh, Pauli Mananaji doing on a coke bench, screaming out, a Mexican stole my job with Abner Morris taking over his <laughs> mic. <laughs> uh, you know, I agree with the decision. You know what I mean? It's that's just my personal opinion. If they didn't fire him, I wasn't going to lose sleep over it or anything like that. Like you know, right? But it's not. I'm not against it. You know, it's. it's I feel like this is Showtime's decision. There is no uproar about this. There really isn't. Like, you know, if there was a big uproar about it, believe me, uh, they wouldn't have fired him. So I'm not. I'm not losing. I'm not losing sleep over it. I have no sympathy at all for Paul Manasci. Well, that's because they're Mexican and they're still in everybody's jobs, Bato. Of course, you're not losing any sleep, which is right. kind of surprising because if you're still in everybody's job, that means you're not getting any rest. A milk car, what about <laughs> you, brother? Is it a, was it a good decision for Showtime to say, hey, uh, yeah, just, uh, you know what, buddy, uh, we're not going to want to see you back next week in the office? I mean, to be honest, I was surprised he didn't get fired when he said he was going to shit in that guy's mouth before the uh, bare knuckle fighting yep. thing at that press conference. I'm, I'm sorry, sorry. I I, you're breaking up bad. What happened? What did you say? So I said that I was surprised that he didn't get fired uh, after he said he'd take a shit in that guy's mouth before the, the press conference or his bare-knuckle fighting debut. Do you guys remember that? Oh, I remember that. I mean, how does a guy who's a broadcaster on a major network that works for a major corporation get away with saying shit like that? It's he even spit the in the guy's so, face, remember? Yeah, and he, he even, spit in the guy's face. I mean, he, mm-hmm. that's not the type of guy yeah. you want representing you. So I, I feel like he, he's done a lot of things over the years. And I do find him insightful at times during fights. But there are plenty of other people who I think could do his job just as good or, or better. So I, I don't disagree with it. And from a business perspective, D-Star was alluding to this. Like, look, Mexican-Americans are one of the biggest uh, – demographics is it you know they're one of the biggest viewership audiences of, of boxing you can't be uh and other minorities by the way you can't be saying things like that and and expect that a, a corporation that needs to sell subscriptions is going to keep you hired i mean just really quick i mean look 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 at the pay-per-views you got tank versus leo you got the charlotte twins okay coming on pay-per-view soon right dude there ain't no way you know, you're going to be saying the things he said about, you know, George Floyd and Arbery. You know what I mean? And expect African Americans to support Showtime. You still have this dude there, right? You can't expect Mexicans, you know, to be supporting, you know, you know. And there has to be a negative impact if you keep Paul Malinaji in there. And so I do believe that business had a lot to do with this decision at the end of the day. But you know, I, like I said, I support the decision. There we go. You have three of us here that say we support that decision. You know, I'll say, you know, I'll go. I, I, I'll go back again. I like the Paula Manaji in the Showtime box commentator seat. I thought he did a good job. I'm not gonna lie. I agree with a lot of folks when they say he knows how to call a fight. That's when he's on his low. 
But when the guy gets on his high and he's out of that box, he's not a likable person. He just he's not. Anyways, if you guys want to call in, you can three four seven two one two one five seven five nine eight. Let us know if you agree. I'll take our first caller before we move on to our. Uh, next topic here, which is going to be about the 122 division, which I'm excited about. Let's patch in really quick. Area call, area code uh, 510. You're on live right now on Leaving the Ring. What's on your mind, brother? Hey, what's up, Dave? What's up, Amilcar? What's up, D Styles? Fernando, how you doing? Fernando, que paso? What do you think, hey, Fernando? Man. Was it a good, good idea of uh, Pauli Manji? Manji, bro, are you going to miss? The, are you going to miss homeboy? <laughs> well, to be honest, dude, I mean. Like it's kind of, I'm kind of in the same boat with you, man. He was fine as a as a commentator, you know. I, I never, uh, I try, you know, I work, I work in construction, so I work with like kind of racist people, you know. Some people are racist, and Absolutely. I still have to work with them, and it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't really, you know, it doesn't bother me. They don't mess with me. We're cool, you know, like whatever. I mean, we're not cool, but just you know, keep keep that to yourself, and we'll be fine. Right. Man. We'll go to work together, you know. Same thing with like when I'm watching a uh, fight, I don't really need to necessarily dig into the commentator's political beliefs, as long as he's not like you know being aggressive like uh, Polly was this weekend with it, you know. Um, I do feel like, uh, I hate to say it, man, I know I know you're a big fan of his. I, I'm sort of a big fan of his, too, of, of Abner's. But uh, I'm not really thrilled with him being the new uh, color analyst. I, I don't think he's very good. <laughs> and uh, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. There, listen, listen, folks, listen, folks. There is an inner racism between... Mexicanos and Chicanos. It's been we've been at war for many many years. Uh, no, you know what, uh, 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 Fernando? Um, no, I agree with you. Look, I like Abner Mars. I think he needs to uh, kind of settle into the seat, and then we're gonna see where he's at. I think this past Saturday we we heard a nervous because it, you know to be honest, we whatever whatever you think of Pauli Manaji, that is a big shoe to fill up. You know because Pauli did it naturally. You could really see that was. His zone. The only problem with Paulie is that he didn't understand that, bro, this was your calling. Like, you didn't have a big punch. You know, you, you weren't going to be the Julio Cesar Chavez of the world. You just weren't going to be that crossover star that you, you so much yearn for. You know, you were going to probably be known as a very good color analysis. And that's about it. Abner Mars has got to have, he's got a, a, a lot of work, a lot of coaching, but I'm only going to, uh, you know, wish the best for, for the Faisal homeboy because he is a uh, Rasa, and I'm, I'm really happy that, that we see one of our own uh, get the opportunity to go out there and show, you know, show he's got some ta- talent, you know, and, and it's not like Abner doesn't know what he sees. Um, I, he was making some good calls. It's just got, it's just got to flow a little bit better. He's got to become more comfortable. You don't. You yeah, don't think he's. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead, Macross. Go ahead. Sorry. I was just gonna say. I mean, Raúl Marquez. I always thought he did a really good job um, calling fights. I don't know what yes. happened to him. And I also thought they, the magic Antonio them. Tarver was like one of the best color commentators. Yes. Honestly, I've ever heard. But he lost his job because of uh, of drugs. I, I actually, he only lost it because he tested positive in a. In, for for PEDs, right, in one of his right. fights, yeah, and he lost his fight. commentating job. The two are kind of unrelated, but he got they got rid of him. So I think there are other more experienced guys out there, but uh, I I'm, I don't know. I don't think a guy should really be learning on the job for a position like this. Personally, I just think it should go to someone who's already proven themselves. But I might be the, you know what, the I, minority in that one. I don't think I you're wrong, Milkar. 
Yeah, they had Raul Marquez in, in the Spanish commentating. I think they should switch them. I think they should have put Abner Mars in the Spanish, Raul Marquez in the English. That's what, I think that's what they should have done. Yeah, dude's polished. Very polished, you know. It's like almost Raul Marquez is kind of cursed underneath the Oscar De La Hoya shadow. You know what I mean? He just never seems to want, you know, get out of the poor guy, man. You know, yeah. um, but, uh, you know, I, I, he, I, you know, whose decision, decision it came down to um, is just be honest, is Uncle Al. Al wanted him there and that's where he went. You know, I actually, that tweet I made, uh, I don't know if you saw that, Emilcar or Fernando, when I had mentioned the Abner Morris was really, I was a joke because I know how Paul and Mahanaji was so upset and even trying to get, you know, uh, blacks. I know, but he was trying to get, he was like, you know, if you remember when he was saying like, oh, Mexicans are taking our jobs, he was trying to antagonize black, you know, blacks to, to be against us. You know, because he was like, you guys are the ones who'd be more upset because they're taking your guys' opportunities. And I remember that whole rant. I was like, listen to this motherfucker right here, man. So when I heard this happen, I was like, I hope Adam Mars takes your fucking job, cabron. So now that you have something to really rant about, and then it happens. Who knew that Al was going to you know listen what? to me? Dude, if, if he <laughs> said that, I mean, even that's like, like, what does that even mean? Like, uh, the Mexicans, those jobs are supposed to be your jobs. Well, what does that even mean? I don't know, bro. It's code, it's code word. It's a dog whistle yeah. for, look, African-Americans and, and and other black people, like, from the Caribbean and stuff. It, Mexicans, we're all just low-skilled. You know, we don't have college degrees. Right. So they're taking our jobs. Divide and conquer, yeah. man. Divide and conquer. Yep. Yep. You know, they're not taking the jobs of the smart people, you know, the college-educated whites. They're taking the jobs of the underclass. That, that's what that Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's why blacks and, uh, and Latinos are the most affected by the COVID, right? Because we're the ones out here working. I haven't stopped working since this whole thing started, man. I've been working every day, man. I'm scared. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much scared the whole time, you know? I guess so, stay I safe, mean, brother. Uh, yeah, dude. I mean, like, I was, you know, and that's why we're, like, the most... Uh, people of color are the most affected by this in the United States because we're the ones out here working, man, you know? And, uh, yeah, it's scary. We're, we're scary. the essentials. But, uh, we're the essentials, but we're, we're the, the essentials. ones that, that, yeah, we're the ones that are causing, supposedly, you know, we're the biggest threats, you know, us uh, uh, us people of color and stuff. But, uh, Fernando, before we go on our next topic, brother, you got anything you want to throw out there you want us to talk about? Uh, no, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm uh, called in because I'm excited, you know, listen to you guys talk about the, the upcoming, I hope you guys discuss it. The upcoming uh, Charlo pay per view, the, the Ramirez fight with Postal, and uh, I think there's other some other big fights coming up at the end of the month. I don't think there's any yeah. really big fights this weekend, but I'll still watch them, man. I enjoy the fights, so I'm excited. I'm glad boxing is back, and I'm glad you guys are back too, man. So thank you for taking my phone call. I appreciate it. All right, well, thank brother. You. Thank you, man. We're definitely going to touch into the uh, Showtime schedule here, you know, but I want to talk about uh, this past Saturday on Showtime. Uh, we had a 122 stack card there, uh, you know, uh, Anglo Leo, and uh, you also had uh, the the Beast Aline on the card. Uh, you know that 122 division, guys. I got to tell you, it's starting to really stir up some ring robins here that hopefully are going to happen down the line. Um, 